Netflix show and you just want to talk to someone about it, we need to talk to someone we about We need bullying. to talk to someone about bullying. Mary Bowling, how are you today? Mary Bowling, how are you today? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh. Cat just starts with my worst nightmare. <laughs> Waking up and your kid is right there in your face. Oh my god. <laughs> there is nothing more terrifying than just seeing little eyes that are just watching you while you sleep. Uh, this whole episode, I think, is about how much kids are watching you when you don't realise. Yeah. Did you take stock after that, Kate? Yeah. Go, oh gosh, what are they watching? Well, Especially because Will's just hit an age where he's copying everything that we do and his language is just going through the roof at the moment. So, like, he started calling me Kate the other (laughs) day because Tim was at the other end of the house and started yelling, Kate, and then he just started in the middle of the lounge and going, Kate, Kate. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, you know, that stuff's terrifying. And even in the, um, the car the other day we were driving somewhere and someone pulled out in front of me and I, like, beeped in my horn and, yeah. and said some expletives and then we'll just turn around and went, yeah! <laughs> and I was like, oh, God. It could have been worse. It could have been right. worse, but, yeah. Well, apparently my second word that I ever uttered was the S word mm-hmm. and, yeah, my parents cleaned up their language pretty quick, so <laughs> we are hair's breadth away from expletives, I think, and what we need to joy. work on it. I know. I know. Oh. Having a non-verbal kid for so many years has really spoiled me in my language choices. But I feel like how can you not uh, get quite colourful in your language when you wake up and they're just oh, there no. in front of you? So, yeah, I really feel Bandit in this episode. He's obviously getting – He actually, no, he – he puts up with it for a lot longer than I would have, yeah. as, as usual. And it looks very early in the morning. The stars are still out. The sun's not up. I mean, yeah. even by Queensland standards, surely this is not good. Mm. Like, yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Oh, man. Oh, man. Huh? Are you copying me? Are you copying me? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. I think this episode does come down to that whole... You can't be what you can't see, though. And it's really interesting the path that they take because it's quite a heavy topic Yeah, to, to talk about death, essentially, in mm-hmm. this episode. And they don't shy away from that, which I'm really impressed by because a lot of um, kids' shows will talk about, you know, maybe someone going to heaven or, like, it's quite... Um, abstract thinking I guess about about death and they just they basically just tell it like it is yep things die I think often you know if anything is going to die in a kid's show it'll be a pet and it's a bit overwrought Mm. whereas this is a good way to explore it that um bandit and bluey are off on a walk and just find the injured bird Mm. um so there is a level of connection with the bird and it's and I think Bandit really drives that connection really mm. beautiful, wanting to beautifully wanting to make um, a little bed for it, you know, sending Bluey to get the tea towel to put in the shoebox. Oh, and... you'd be... It seems like Chili might have a collection of international tea towels. <laughs> Good work choosing the Outback one and not the Big Ben one because that's a lot harder to replace. <laughs> I've never understood the souvenir tea towel thing oh. because they just get used to death. Do you have collections of things? Mm. At the moment, 
we have a collection of pirate puzzles. Oh. I am quite obsessed with pirates or have been known to be obsessed with pirates. In it's my been past. a long-standing so, love affair. Now Bon is reaping the benefits of that. <laughs> and for his third birthday, I think he got four different pirate puzzles. Oh, amazing. <laughs> so, yeah. So that's our current collection. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we've got fridge magnets yep. from all over the world. Um, yeah, but I also have a royal cookie tin collection. Oh, really? I tell you what, if, if my kids ever put a dead budgie in one of those, it would probably be dead to me. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. The tin and the bird. Yeah, you yep. could drag them out together. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be. Like, really, there's no saving that, really. Hey, Dad, stop. It's a bird, but it's on the ground. It's a little budgie. Is it okay? But it's a very heartfelt episode, this one, Mare. And, you know, it starts off quite comedically. I almost, um, where this episode took me was um, Full House with Michelle um, playing the shadow game with Stephanie. Want to play shadows for the first time in that show. Right. And then I've got quite vivid memories of it always ending in tears when we tried it out. At, at home, home. yeah, because yeah, someone gets game. stressed. Oh, it's, it's it's very anxiety provoking, really. It's, it's almost like a staring match, like who's going to go insane first? Yeah, because it? it is so annoying. Yeah, and how far are you prepared to go oh, to yes. save face as well? <laughs> um, and I think we definitely see that with like Bandit is trying to test Bluey's limits on what she is and isn't prepared to do, and Wendy, oh, Wendy, the snooty neighbour. I did wonder if Bandit was overstepping the mark here, <laughs> having a neighbour who he's certainly proven not to be on very good terms no. with and bailing her up in the street to demonstrate his butt slapping. Like, in this era of hashtag <laughs> me too, I feel like he might have been pushing the envelope a little too much. Yeah. I, I'm glad that Blue It's an awkward moment. Yeah. <laughs> Morning, Wendy. Do you know I like to smack my bum as hard as I can? beautifully does bandit redeem himself because no more than a minute later and bluey's noticed this poor injured budgie and bandit is just amazing Mm -hmm. with his response picking him up putting him in the box acting as the seatbelt on the way there and then also not sugarcoating it too you know like bluey i think there's a temptation to sort of take the team america approach you know i will never die with kids you know oh will he be all right of course he will you know we'll go to the vet and fix it up and he's he's telling it like it is it's pretty beaten up i think a cat's got him yeah this is so obviously out of her comfort zone Mm. and out of you know out of her experience and um i love that bandit never just says I don't know he or you know brushes her off he always has an answer for her questions mm. um the the best example of that is do birds usually go in cars it's like, oh no I think they usually fly yeah. <laughs> so, you know he manages to keep a bit of a sense of humor about it but yeah. you can tell he's pretty concerned for the welfare of the bird as well yeah there's one moment in this episode in particular which really um, brought back a lot of childhood memories and that's looking out the window and seeing the top of the telephone wires. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's such an incidental moment, but I just have memories of like long car trips. We used to drive yeah. to South Australia a lot and 
like you'd just be looking at and it's almost a bit Rain Man-esque really but looking at the tops of the wires in the car from your seat. I guess that's the view that kids have Mm. out of a car compared to adults like you're down looking up whereas adults have to be looking at the road yeah so yeah it's nice to be in that well looking back it was nice to be in that position where you could take in the whole world rather Mm. than just have to be looking at the road and whichever idiot is on his (laughs) phone call (laughs) so poor bandit oh yeah but you know he did i love how blue is this like keep being yourself and then he's instantly oh yeah that's what i was doing back onto it um now last week we were talking about pets in um bluey and cats in particular so have you had any more thoughts on this mare since we last saw each other we haven't seen a family that has a pet yet have we yeah and it's not like pepper where there are different animal families yeah Yeah. so so everyone's a dog so oh but of course the pet emu in sean well that's just an arm though (laughs) it is but but yeah the concept of pets is there so there is potential for a pet so of course a vet has to exist as well i suppose but But um, isn't that just a doctor like whether these dogs own uh pets like would would a dog own cats or do cats just exist in this world kind of annoyingly ludo we have so many questions for you (laughs) so yeah we've we've got some existential thought to yeah be thinking on this still to come i think because peppa pig handle pets sort of i feel in a similar way so on peppa pig they've got like lizards and a stick insect and a parrot as pets well they go do go to a petting farm at one point that's where right they yep. play with the baby chicks yeah um and guinea pigs apparently so guinea pigs aren't advanced enough to be <laughs> uh the Oh, what's that but then word? there's Miss Hamster. So yeah, how yeah. does that work? <laughs> and then Mummy Bunny comes with her baby bunnies and bunnies versus guinea pigs. Like, yeah. And then they get to hug those as well. So, yeah, it is a bit confused. Excuse me, we found this little fella. I think a cat might have got to him. Oh, thank you. Come here, little one. I'll get him to our vet. Good luck, little mate. At the vets, we've, we've been seeing Bandit just so beautifully play to Bluey's concerns but mm. um but how well does the vet nurse as well read the situation oh. and when she comes out with the bad news actually gets down on Bluey's level and tells, tells it to her, her which is gorgeous mm. so, it's a nice cameo too actually okay it's Stephanie um Bendixson you know Hex from Good Game oh, okay yeah yeah I know the name Hex she yeah. has another name yeah <laughs> yeah there she goes well she'd know all about empathy because being um a girl in that very blokey uh, gamer <laughs> gamer world I think mm. she um sort of bore the storm on more than a few controversial uh, yeah yeah uh things so yes I'm, I'm glad she's in that role still, yeah and she's a cool got her empathy and yeah she makes a very lovely corgi. A lovely corgi. <laughs> I wonder if she got to select what sort of dog she wanted to be. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's bad news, I'm afraid. The little budgie died. Oh, okay. Oh, sorry, kiddo. Come here. Gorgeous work from Hex slash Corgi vet nurse. Um, and then Bluey's just instantly into Bandit for a hug. And we... I feel like you don't see that many hugs in Bluey, but mm. yeah, obviously they're just so important where it counts. Because then uh, they drive home, and Mum and Bingo are waiting out the front mm. for hugs as well. So everyone's really read just how emotionally affecting this is for 
bluey. Mm. Well, it's probably, I mean, when you're a kid, it's probably one of your first experiences of death generally mm. is a pet. Might be lucky enough not to have a relative that's <clears throat> in that position that early. Or... Yeah, although when you start that conversation and say, oh, no, people don't die till they're very old, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, the drill down starts very quickly on how old is very yeah. old. Uh, bon is on the verge of telling his grandparents that they're very old and they're going <laughs> to heaven soon. <laughs> to be fair, your grandmother has been saying that for but uh, she yeah, wants well, my, yeah. yeah my grandmother so no great grandma doesn't mind being oh great grandma going to heaven um but yeah um, my parents and ages parents might have some objections if bond starts assessing them as quite old yeah <laughs> i just had a flashback to one of the first stories i ever wrote at leader and i think i wrote an elderly person and they were like in their 60s and my editor came out and like proper like gave me the whole someone in their 60s is not elderly sort of talk <laughs> Oh, oh yeah. that's funny. But understandable. Like, yeah. yeah. Perspective shift on these things. Dad? Yes, mate? I don't want the budgie to have died. I know. Me neither. But there's nothing we can do. It's out of our hands. But, you know, it was a beautiful perspective that's offered here because it's not sugarcoating it. It's dealing in a way which is quite mature, probably, mm-hmm. but also um, in a way that kids can understand. Yeah. Yeah. And I wonder if... Play School has actually taken their lead from this episode. Did you get across um, just recently they had a special episode of Beginnings and Endings? No. And um, little Ted's goldfish died and oh. it was like modelled, you know, how all the other toys support him through that and how he, you know, mourns the goldfish and what they do. Yeah, so I haven't seen the episode yet. We'll have I haven't seen it either, but yeah, I view. I have to say Play School's gotten woke lately. Like they just did Acknowledgement of Country recently as well. So, yeah, I feel like Play School's proper. Play School just gets permission to shine from its special episodes, I reckon. I love it when they do a one-off. And this beginnings and endings, I can't remember which presenter it was, but one of the regulars um, is very pregnant in it. So they talk about, you know, babies come into the world and then other people leave the world and oh. yeah so I'm actually wow, really deep to see it it does sound um unmissable viewing bingo yeah can you pretend to be a budgie okay twit, twit. <laughs> but then of course this is bluey so it all has to turn into a game and I just love how from being so annoying with her copycat ways Bluey's um flips it and she can reenact the whole day because she is such a good copycat Mm. and the the reenactment is how she essentially processes what she's been through yeah well it's sort of her in a way having control over the narrative because she knows the outcome but it's also a really interesting observation I guess on how kids will always model their initial emotional response on the adults that they see and how they're responding to something yeah absolutely like one of the first parenting lessons tim and i learned was if your kid falls over you don't rush in going oh my god are you okay because then they're like oh god something bad's happened and and then they get really upset and you know you just walk up and so sort of just stand there (laughs) and don't say anything or not even shake it off (laughs) just so you stand there and don't say anything and sometimes they'll pick themselves up and sometimes they'll cry and then you can respond yeah let them come to their own conclusions it's a good point yeah the the big takeaway for me with this was damn kids and their like infinite number of brain synapses all just firing away that they can 
word for word almost reenact a whole morning and how closely they are watching us and yeah. noticing it all. Yeah. <laughs> but, then, um, but then in Bluey's reenactment, there's a few little things that are like, oh, they don't quite get it. I love her line, get off your phone call. Yeah. Like, you know, she's got the concept, <laughs> but she just hasn't quite got the wording right. And yeah. that's just, yeah, so typical of little kids. Yeah. And of course... Bingo is just the ultimate uh, budgie wing, wing woman and you know, literal, <laughs> literal wing, wing woman, woman. <laughs> as a budgie. She doesn't, she have doesn't to be question twice, though. Does she? She's just like, yep, I'm a budgie. Yep, this is my role. I'm off and and into it. And you know, Chili is so good at dishing out the philosophy, but she really hits the nail on the head. I think when she says to um, Bluey, "This isn't how you wanted the game to go, is it?" No. So beautiful about how it's out of our hands because it is really i mean yeah. on a on a broad existential spiritual level it's all out of our hands really it is but then also the swings and roundabouts you know that yes everything's out of our hands but we've got to notice when it goes our way as mm. well as when it doesn't go our way and yeah little bingo being well and truly not dead <laughs> her budgie is yeah is a good result and I think Blue is noticing that and going well yeah it's not it's not terrible that things are out of our hands because Mm. sometimes that just delivers the goods as well and um yeah interesting a bandit's like oh you stopped copying me but actually if he'd been (laughs) watching the game (laughs) let it go man let it go um but if you rewind obviously all of Bluey's actions have been exactly copying Bandit and his emotional response so yeah a a little reminder for parents out there that the kids are watching you in a creepy Chucky doll style (laughs) way and they will do everything that you show them I guess and how they respond and we're sounding so you know and of course that's the message of this episode but um I'm just realising that, you know, we've been recording for 20 minutes now and actually 20 minutes ago it had not occurred to me that the copycat continues past the copycat game and she's copying him all episode. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, yeah, deep themes. <laughs> Clearly Kate knew, but uh, thanks for yeah, telling me, Kate. <laughs> that's okay. <laughs> You knew all along. No, Don't pretend. No. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, listening back to old episodes, sometimes I do feel like we can sometimes sound like so. And of course, that's you know that's the good way to do it. Even though uh, we're coming to a lot of these ideas for the first time, and yeah, just <laughs> we're turning them around pretty quick into our real life and finding them very effective. So thank you, as usual, Ludo and Bluey. <laughs> I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. It um, doesn't need to be going anywhere. I think, um, you know, it's probably also a nice thing to say about, you know, we've both got very strong faith. Yeah. So for me, I don't know, I just found that this episode was a really nice way of sort of dealing with a theme that a lot of people feel really uncomfortable talking about, particularly with kids. Mm. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to go into the details of the good and bad of the Catholic Church by any means, but I think there isn't... Going through the Catholic primary school system in particular, 
at least you do kind of learn about like the death of Jesus and oh, death is you know, front and center. Death is front it? and center in all of the readings basically. So mm. you do kind of get a bit more awareness of that and I wonder, you know, because we sanitize kids to a lot of pain. There's a, I read this article the other week about something called a lawnmower parent. So it's okay. this new thing where basically you plow the road for your kid and right. so they don't encounter any obstacles. That's interesting. Yeah, and I, I quite liked um, with this episode that it didn't shy away from a theme that probably you can imagine if you were pitching to a broadcaster, they'd be like, oh, death and kids. Mm. Do we really want to be talking about that? Yeah. Mm. But how do you avoid it? From the first time we drove past a cemetery, Bomb was like, what's that? And, <laughs> well, who's in there? Like, what's that? Is that Again, a- non-verbal kids for the win. Uh, <laughs> like, you know. Well, it's all coming. Will will we'll be on it soon. But, yeah, I'd probably be like, oh, look, a plane, and yeah, then forget well, about it. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it seems like the sorts of topics that kids would um, fixate and fascinate mm. on. So, yeah, having... How do you not have answers for it? Like, yeah. obviously, no one knows the answer really, but yeah. you've got to have something in your back pocket because they're going to keep asking. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, and um, I gave Tim for Father's Day, I think, the year that I was pregnant with Liv. It was like some guy had um, taken every question his kids had ever asked him and oh, gotten yeah. scientists to answer them properly. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember the name of the book now, but it was so good because it was like, you know, what are rainbows and stuff like that? Yeah. And it would give the proper scientific, wow. well, how does a race car work? And he'd interview a Formula One driver and get the proper answer about how <laughs> it all really worked. Apparently. So I feel like there was some questions that, you know, he just threw in there for kicks. Yeah. But, you know, full respect to the for the team for taking a really difficult theme and somehow keeping it as a g-rated tv show and just light and yeah of course it had to end on a happy note but i think they got there in a very non-contrived way Mm. um which is lovely Mm. yeah i think we got there i think we have to i don't know where there is but you know it's out of our hands it is out of our hands in the meantime your phone is in your hands yeah on there right now to Instagram, we're at Bluey Pod. Such a great segue. On Twitter, we're at Bluey Podcast. On Facebook, it's uh, got to be done, the Bluey Podcast. Or at Bluey Pod if you're tagging us because we love being tagged. Oh, yes, please tag us. Mm. And then um, you can email us as well, which is BlueyPod at Gmail. We'll be back next Friday, possibly some lighter themes. Yeah. Which way should we take it? Oh, I don't know. In the meantime, thanks for listening. It's got to be done. Bye. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. I am Bluey and I stink like a monkey's butt. Well, good that we can agree on that then. <laughs>